It's Monday. Welcome in. It is Priority Talk Live. And, uh, hey, we are glad you are here with us. Thank you so much for joining us here on WXJC Radio and PriorityTalkRadio.com. And uh, we are uh, got a good one for you today. It's uh, We're going to be here until 6 o'clock as we do every Monday through Friday or most every Monday through Friday. We're, we're always here and uh, mostly live. And we're glad uh, that you've uh, chosen to spend some time with us today. We hope that you will um, stay with us as long as you possibly can. Look, last week we led up to Easter, and uh, it was 100% um, Scripture, Bible, uh, I mean, all on. We didn't talk about, I don't. I think Monday we might have had one or two mentions, comments of a couple of current events. We talked about nothing but Holy Week last week, and I absolutely, thoroughly enjoyed it. And I hope that you did as well. Um, it was um, informative, informational, inspirational, uh, educational. I, I enjoyed the study. I enjoyed uh, following it each and every day and uh, just uh, kind of going through the entire week. Uh, we went back from Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. So we we followed basically the last nine, ten days of, uh, of Jesus life and then his death and his resurrection uh capping it all off on friday of course with the uh the, the bet the almost a full hour that we had uh done back in 2012 uh with uh, warren lightfoot sharing more than his 40 years of courtroom experience as he uh just turned the studio here into a courtroom and presented the evidence for the resurrection of jesus christ and uh, let us be the jury. If you miss that, man, you need to hear it. And uh, we've got the way for you to do it because uh, announcing today that we have a, uh, a brand new uh, way to listen to the show, a brand new podcast. In fact, two podcasts now that we've got going uh, that will be updated regularly, daily. And uh, we hope you'll join us there. If you'll go back to the uh, Priority Talk podcast which is now live on multiple streams you can listen to um, all of Friday's show which covered the the uh, the good friday uh, steps of jesus as well as the sunday resurrection including attorney warren lightfoot's presentation with us back in 2012 that we have certainly enjoyed sharing over the years with our listeners over and over and over again and we always get a great response from it, and it was no different this year as well. Uh, some of you uh, watched that, heard it for the very first time, and were blessed by it, uh, as was I. I was listening during the second hour. Uh, Jason was uh, running the show without me and uh, playing those segments from 2012. I was headed to Good Friday service, and we were in the car, and we were listening, and we were absolutely uh, enthralled with the comments and the um um, and the presentation of the evidence that uh, he was able to make. And, you know, it was 2012, so, you know, when you hear yourself back from 10 years ago, a lot of times you go, boy, I sounded really bad. <laughs> and I'm sure I would probably think the same thing 10 years from now, by the way, I sound today. Uh, it's just kind of the way it is. If you ever listen to yourself uh, play an instrument or sing or preach or speak 10 years ago, you thought you sounded all right 10 years ago, and now you realize, well, I was pretty bad. <laughs> but I don't care uh, how it makes me look or feel. 
the the presentation that he makes is just uh, so compelling. And so we always want to be able to put that out there for you and allow you to experience that on uh, as Easter draws near. It's uh, it's really a blessing for us to be able to uh, to share that with you. So um, anyway, we want you to um, find the podcast. The best thing you can do is just go to PriorityTalkRadio.com, click on podcast, and the links are all there. And that's all linked up from our social media accounts. If you'll just go looking for us, you'll find it. Uh, there's the Priority Talk daily podcast all right if you'll type search priority talk you'll find it and then there's also greg davis conversations the first podcast is going to be the daily show it'll be an edited down shortened version of the show probably about an hour and a half something like that Uh, the second podcast conversations greg davis conversations will be um select interviews and conversations that I have or or have had with guests in the past. And right now there is an interview from a couple of months ago with Duck Dynasty's Phil Robertson. It's already there. So if you want to go find that, it's there. And uh, we're going to be doing some of those from the past as well that we feel like are still very relevant. We're going to put the uh, Warren Lightfoot uh, evidences of the resurrection. We're going to put that there as well. And we're just going to sort of build up a, uh, a, a treasure trove, you might say, of conversations that we've had here on Priority Talk, not to mention the daily live radio program as well. So if you'll go to PriorityTalkRadio.com, you'll be able to find those links to your favorite uh, podcast uh, uh, you know, option, whichever one you prefer, whether it's um, Spotify or, um, or iHeart or TuneIn or Apple. Uh, we've got, I think, four or five different ones right now, and we're adding some as we go as well. So, But it is something that you guys have asked, asked me for over the years, um, to have the daily podcast, we, uh, we've done different versions of it, but this is one that we've, uh, we're going to ride with for a while and see how it goes. So we want you to head over. We want you to, to like it. We want you to follow. We want you to rate. We want you to review. We need you to do all of that kind of stuff that everybody else asks you to do as well. So nothing new. We're asking you to do that for us. So a lot of you who uh, only listen, maybe, you know, you're not comfortable calling, um, Maybe you're, you're not a business owner or, or, you know, not in a position to advertise. And you think, what can we do to help the program, Greg? What can we do to, uh, you know, to, to help, uh, help you continue to do what you do for us? That's something you can do. Go find the podcast, both of them on the different platforms, and do what they ask you to do. Like, follow, rate, review, all that kind of stuff. Just go do all of that for us, and that'll be great. Of course, we're also uh, live streaming our video today in studio. It's happening right now. It's on Facebook.com slash Priority Talk. You can go there and you can see us in studio today. Now, those of you who have been watching lately, you've noticed uh, I've been dressing up more. I've had I have meetings and you know I've been in the, uh, the nice dress shirt, maybe a sport coat, the occasional tie. Not today. It was a nice spring day. I didn't have any kind of compelling high-level meetings today. And I thought, I'm going casual. But it's a little cooler than I thought it was. I went with the, sh- the short sleeve, didn't really in- in- invest in the jacket that-, that heavy, and I've been a little cool today. It's nice outside. It's really nice. But just a little bit on the cool side. It's going to warm up as the week goes. All right, Jason's with us today. Jason, my friend, how are you? I'm doing well, sir. How are you? Uh, we're doing wonderful, and uh, so still so good to have you back. Hey, it's great to be what back What is this here. back, day five back? Yeah. Started back last Tuesday. Yeah, last Tuesday. So today's the first Monday that I've been back in a while. So I'm, yeah. I'm glad to be here. It's 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 
it's just good to be alive and kicking <laughs> and 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 moving along and and getting to do that's what sort of your mantra now isn't it well yeah no I matter mean, what's going on it's good to be alive it's good to be alive and it's good to, to be doing what god's placing in front of me and, yeah. and and enjoying that i mean it's just that's a blast i can't can't complain at all <laughs> amen amen i don't think any of us uh, have got any room to complain especially coming off easter sunday absolutely uh well the whole the whole weekend you know friday evening i told you i we headed off to good friday services uh, with my son uh at at his church where he's a member and very active at the church at brook hills nice here in the birmingham area mm-hmm. and just a, a, an outstanding uh job they did with just presenting um the scriptures mm-hmm. very very little uh, commentary on the scriptures they really just let the scriptures speak for themselves awesome. uh, there was some wonderful music that would focus your mind on the cross and a uh, big crowd there i mean several thousand big big crowd that awesome. that's always encouraging when you see uh, people of all ages with uh you know senior adults all the way down to to uh, to teenagers and kids with their parents and all coming together to uh, to focus in on our redemption and the cross and so uh, that was just a uh, really really a great way to uh not begin the holy week because we'd been on it all week long in fact i told my wife at one point i kind of leaned over and i said uh this sounds like my show has been all week long they're just reading the scripture recounting the, the steps of jesus and just focusing our mind's attention on there uh into what he uh, what he did um of course uh saturday I, I laid pretty low on saturday uh we went out just a little bit um then saturday evening i uh, i watched the uh the birmingham stallions and the New Jersey Generals, I didn't go. How did how did that go? Though? I know people who went. Oh, had a you, big you crowd heard there. About it, okay. Big crowd. I didn't go, but I watched it on television. Okay, yeah, I missed it. And I enjoyed it, man. It was really good. It was so I, uh, I entertaining, it. very competitive. Uh, Birmingham team won with just uh, under a minute left. Scored awesome. a winning touchdown, won the game. Uh, it looked great on television. It looked great for Birmingham. It looked great for the state of Alabama. Um, just a big time. Uh, big time win in my opinion and then uh, we can talk more about that and then um sunday morning we we went to uh, easter services at our at our home church at high point church and we're there for the earlier service and then um came home and got home just in time to watch franklin graham as he delivered his message from uh ukraine and I was blessed by his message. It, 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 of course, what you get from the Grahams is the simple gospel message. That's what they share, always. When Franklin's been on this program, when Ann Graham has been on this program, you get the simple gospel message. I mean, they're just not going to deviate, as did as their father did not deviate either. Um, but what really blessed me, besides his words, okay, was were the Ukrainians that were part of the program. They had a choir of uh, refugees, of um, those that were uh, displaced by the war, of them singing several different songs, uh, and what a true blessing. I want to play a little bit of it. We've got, got the audio here. Let, let's, I want to play a little bit of it and let you guys hear how they sounded. In case you missed it, uh, I want you to be able to hear them. Okay, no, we don't have it yet. I'm sorry. I thought I thought we were good. I'm yeah, trying to get this thing to cooperate with. I'm me. sorry. I thought it, we were. It's, it's being difficult today. That's my fault. I thought we were good to go. But I want you to hear there we go. a little bit of this choir and how wonderful they sounded. It's 
So they began the song Majesty in English, and now they've swapped to Ukrainian. So that was just a tremendous blessing. And to see the joy on their faces as they sing while their country is uh, torn apart by war and just being scorched earth. They are displaced. They're refugees. And it was just so powerful. We'll play this out and go to break. Fox Mortgage, NMLS, 184762. Jim Corey, NMLS, 212-055. I just want to talk about my experience with Fox Mortgage. Cordarius Witherspoon is another very happy Fox Mortgage customer. They were able to get us refinance. We saved about 1.8% on our interest rate, and that saved us thousands of dollars on our monthly mortgage payment. We were able to also do a cash payout on our mortgage with that refinance, and we were able to pay off a lot of debt, so it was great for us. If you're looking to refinance your mortgage, I would highly recommend Fox Mortgage. The people over there at Fox Mortgage, Jody, Dawson, Melody, all of them were persistent in getting the rate that I needed, and they were really helpful. Hi, I'm Jim Corey, president of Fox Mortgage. I'm ready to help you with your mortgage needs. Call now, 661-6868. Fox Mortgage, where we're quick as a fox. Fox Mortgage President Jim Corey and his team, let them go to work for you. Jody, Dawson, Melody, look, they're great partners, and they will help you find the right program at the lowest rate with the lowest closing costs. They're ready to go to work for you today for that dream home, maybe your first home, refinancing, possibly a cash out to pay for some bills or some other things you've got in front of you. Let his team go to work for you today at 205-661-6868. It's Fox Mortgage and Jim Corey where they're quick as a fox, 205-66. This is David Jeremiah thanking you for listening to Priority Talk with Greg Davis on WXJC. Ukrainian choir from the Franklin Graham special Sunday morning.
again, man, if that, if that don't get your attention, boy, you just, uh, yeah, makes – and when you could see them as well, I mean, that's the thing. You hear them, but uh, to see their faces and the joy on their faces and the contentment, quite honestly, of these refugees. Uh, the, the Grahams just do it again, man. They never stop. I'll share the link uh, on our Priority Talk Facebook page and Twitter page so that you can uh, see this if you'd want. But it's at billygraham.org. It's right on the homepage. You can watch the entire program. got the words on the screen that are the translation it doesn't translate exactly as it does into English then Jesus will meet each one and those who are faithful he will lead to the glory of heaven Jesus is alive we have hope. Jesus is alive. There is no fear. Our destiny is in his hands. He is alive forever. Hallelujah. to spend that much time with it but how do you stop those uh, those guys man jason and i are both just sitting here in tears um powerful powerful and there you hear franklin graham as he began to bring his message and uh, there were more songs from the choir as well maybe we'll hit another one later on this hour i hope uh, your easter services were uh, that powerful and uh, moved you in in such a way but uh, with, when you look in light of current events and what's going on with these people in their lives man it is um it, it's hard to get much more moving and touching uh than that and so not much else i can add to that here at the bottom of the hour uh, we'll come back and we'll uh, get into some other conversations for the day 205-941-1011 i hope all of you were able to uh, make easter resurrection sunday services and I know some of you may have done that on Saturday night, uh, Sunday morning, Sunday night, different times. I understand that. Um, but uh, tell us about it. I'd love to know uh, what was um, what was it, what was the meaning? Uh, what did how did it strike you? What was uh, particularly creative or interesting? You know, it's easy just to kind of get in the humdrum of Easter if you've been doing that all of your life and and sort of forget, overlook the true meaning and the true power of the resurrection of Jesus Christ and what that really means for us. Um, it's a great time to, uh, to, to invite your, your family, your friends, to, to be in a, a church worship service where, uh, where they can hear the gospel both in song and word. 
Um, I hope that happened uh, for you. Uh, we, we get Sometimes we get more focused on inviting people to our Easter egg hunt than we do inviting them to come worship our Savior. And I hope that's not true with you. Tell us about your Easter services. 205-941-1011. It's Priority Talk Live. Greg Davis here with you. On WXJC Radio, head to PriorityTalkRadio.com. Find our uh, newly minted podcast there. We've got two of them going for you now. And also Facebook.com slash Priority Talk. We've got the live video in stream, uh, streaming from in-studio right now. Uh, you can watch and listen. We'll be right back, folks. Uh, 205-941-1011. And we return. It is uh, just after 4.30 here on Monday afternoon hope everybody is doing well if you're just jumping in your car headed home from work or headed out with the kids to the next activity wherever it may be thank you for joining us here on 101.1 fm wxjc wxjc radio sorry got a little catch in my throat there and uh, hey we're glad you're with us we are uh, streaming live on our uh, facebook page and so we invite you to join us there live video of course always streaming live at priorityTalkRadio.com. And now you can go back and listen to the program as well. You can do that. Uh, the, the daily broadcast, pretty much the daily broadcast, will be available on your uh, favorite podcast platforms. And uh, you can find those uh, if you're wondering which ones and where. You can find those also on our website, PriorityTalkRadio.com. And so we're, uh, we're glad to have you with us. Uh, we were talking about Easter Sunday services, and we were playing some of the uh, – the uh, the audio from Franklin Graham's uh, services over that uh, were broadcast on Fox News on Sunday morning, and uh, man, just I don't know if you're like us, but uh, we were just sitting here in tears, listening, and I was watching it as well. Uh, I don't know if any of you out there driving around found yourself uh, choking up or kind of losing it over this, but my goodness, uh, to see those. Uh, those Ukraines, Ukrainians uh, that are refugees and been had their homes and countries and their city destroyed, scorched earth. Um, it is uh, such a powerful thing to see people in such dire circumstances uh, singing majesty, all glory and praise. We'll, uh, we'll play another bit of that today, uh, in just a few minutes. They had three songs during that uh, broadcast. And uh, we've played uh, parts of two of them for you, so we'll play that third one maybe uh, here before we go to break this hour as well. Hope you were in uh, Good Friday and or Easter services. Tell us about them. What other uh, radio show is going to ask you to call in and brag on your church a little bit and brag on the Lord a little bit and the resurrection? Take advantage of it, 205-941-1011. Uh, we want you to uh, call in and tell us uh, how was the Easter services? What was the message? You know, that, that Easter message is one that's uh, been told so many times, but it never gets old. There's always another uh, angle, another way to share it. Uh, I got to say, uh, it, it was especially especially meaningful to me this, this year, and I, I've done this before, but the fact that I had just returned 
from the Holy Land two weeks ago um, to know that I was just there in the places where Jesus walked. Uh, I saw the places where um, where we celebrate that Jesus um, was uh, placed upon the cross, died, and was resurrected. I was right there. Whether it's the exact genuine spot or not, I, we don't know that for sure, but it certainly uh, carries much meaning. It, you know, you don't have to be absolutely sure exactly where something happened to know that you're on holy ground and to know that you're in a place that, uh, that is special and that, uh, that the Lord has set apart as somewhere for us to, uh, to honor him. And so uh, just to know that I had just gotten back um, with my wife and my daughter uh, was, was something that was very meaningful I think for us, um, it, it can be, I'm not saying it, you know, it was, it's nobody, if, if you, if you haven't been there before, uh, well, let me say it like this. When, when you've been there, it adds something to your understanding and, and the meaning. You, you think you get it and you do get it, but you get it in a whole nother way once you've experienced it for yourself. And so many things in life are that way. Uh, it, it's, it just adds to it. it. It's like if you're a a fan of the Crimson Tide or, or the Auburn Tigers and you've been watching, reading about games and maybe you've been watching them on television and you get it, you're a fan, you follow it, you're a follower, you get it. But let me tell you, when you, when you hit one of those stadiums on a Saturday evening and it's full and it's a big game and you experience it in a whole new way and you have a whole nother level of appreciation, okay? Now, that's a pretty sorry analogy to make when you're talking about football versus the resurrection of Jesus Christ, but maybe it's something you can understand. It comes at you in a whole nother way. I'll tell you more about uh, our experience as we move forward. Uh, Ken's with us. He's in rim lap. He's been calling us regular. Hey. What's going on, Ken? Good to hear from you. Oh, good. Oh, it's been great. I, I, he's the world champion stone thrower, isn't he? Yes, yes. Nobody can throw one that big. Amen. Um, you know, what you did last week, really, I mean, there's something different about this Easter. You know, I've, I've heard the, uh, I've heard, you know, all the accounts and everything, but we've read them out of the books. But something about the way you broke it down last week, step by step, mm. that was pretty awesome. Well, I enjoyed it. You, you know, that was, uh, God, God had something to do with that. <laughs> you know, I mean, he had everything to do with it, but... I've never, I've never really heard the step-by-step before. Well, Ken, you know, you've been to Israel. You know. we, we've been together. Um, and, you know, when you've been back a week and then all of a sudden it's Holy Week, you, you, yeah. you just, and, you, and you're still on, on this high from having been in the Holy Land and just having one week ago standing there at the Garden Tomb. And, and then you start thinking, it's Holy Week. How am I going to start talking about all this uh, really temporal, meaningless stuff compared to this? And so oh, it was just no like comparison. I just uh, <laughs> thought, you know what? I'm just not even ready to get back into the regular routine of life. We're just going to focus on on the Scripture. We should do last week every week. I mean, that was, that was pretty awesome. Um, my pastor over in Mount Olive, he brought it. And God spoke through him. He didn't bring it, but God spoke through him. And uh, I didn't even get to sit with family. And it was awesome. I would love not to be able to sit with family every week. I wish it was so crowded every week. You Is that, so you didn't sit with family because there were so many people there? Yes. Amen. It was awesome. Yeah. Amen. <laughs> well, that's it. Ken, thank you for the phone call, man. Very good. Yeah, I'll go, man. That's another interesting take uh, Ken brings up on, on as we review Easter. 
How were the crowds? Hey, let's just remember now, it was only two years ago that our politicians canceled Easter. And a lot of us went along with it. Not get putting all the blame on them, but that's where it came from. Our, uh, our president, all the way down our governor, we canceled, we canceled Easter services. And we said, you cannot gather and celebrate the risen Savior. Um, last year we did gather, but people were still, in a lot of places, very iffy. I read an article that talked about how many churches this would this Easter was going to be the first time that they really were going to gather as an entire church family. And that shocked me because around around here, I think most churches are meeting, aren't they? Have been meeting. But what were the crowds like? Are, are the crowds uh, on, on Easter Sunday, were they uh, three-year-ago crowds before all of this uh, COVID uh, stuff hit us? Um, we should never take it for granted. I, I remember sitting home two years ago on that Easter Sunday morning and, uh, and, and, and watching on television the services of our church and other churches as well. And I will say, I, I probably did watch more uh, worship and preaching and music because I would watch multiple when I was at home. Uh, but it was not like gathering together uh, and being being with one another. Just just not the same. Uh, it's not something we should overlook. What were the, uh, the crowds like at your church? Are, are they uh, back to where they were? Are you still trying to get there? Will a lot of those people ever come back? You know, we're back to everything else, it seems like. 205-941-1011. Just reviewing Easter. Want to hear from you. How'd it go? What went on? What were the services like? What were the crowds like? What were the What was the message? Um, ours was a little different. Our, of course, that's our pastor. He he always does things just a little different, and uh, he went back uh, pre uh, pre um, death and resurrection, and, and brought a message on on death and life prior to that, using some of the words of Jesus from an episode leading up to um, the Good Friday, and uh, talked about how there's got to be a death before there's life. And uh, a lot of times we, we feel like we, we experience a lot of little small deaths along the way. Uh, the death of, uh, of different aspects of our life. And, uh, and we mourn those things quite often. But uh, we shouldn't always mourn those things uh, because it's death that brings life. And uh, so anyway, it was a, a very good take on it, a little different. But if you, if you know the resurrection is true, then why would we mourn death? Why would we fear death? Why would we avoid death? Not just physical death, uh, but the death of, uh, of parts of our life that maybe the Lord wants to do away with. Those macro deaths, I think, as we called them. I love Easter. Uh, I love Easter Sunday. It's the pinnacle to me of the church year, even more so than, than Christmas is. It's the pinnacle of the church year. Uh, Christmas is great. Uh, but Easter, uh, there's nothing like it, you know. Um, the, the Messiah could be born, but if the Messiah did not rise, 
course, we talked about it all last week. You guys know that. All right, let's get on the phones. It's James. Uh, he is in Bluntsville. What's going on, James? What's going on, Greg? Doing great, man. Tell us about it. Hey, man, we had a beautiful service yesterday. We had an early, early morning service, about 8 o'clock in the morning. And I was sitting there, and all of a sudden it started thundering and lightning outside. And I was thinking, God, I said, this, this is the way it was the day that he hung on the cross. Mm. You know, and then we left there and went to another service, our home church service, and uh, the, the outpouring of the Holy Spirit was so, it's different this year. The Spirit of God is moving in such an awesome way that uh, I've never seen it move like this before, and, I, and I'm really seeing uh, the church coming back. It's slowly coming back, but it's coming back, and I'm thanking God for that. I, I believe that... Uh, there's fixing to be a bigger uh, outpouring of the Holy Spirit than this world has ever known before. And uh, I just want to thank you for your broadcast. I had a uh, broadcast on this station about a year ago, Whosoever Ministry. Okay. And I'm planning on coming back uh, here real soon uh, with the gospel. And uh, we love you, brother. And and we think that you're sent from God because we need people like you in this end time. And we thank you for everything that you do. Well, thank you, James. I appreciate that. I do remember your broadcast. That's very good. We'd love to have you back on the station. That that would that would be great. Thank you, man. All right. Thank you. God gotcha. Bless. Yeah. Very very good. All right. Two zero five nine four one one zero one one. Let's listen as we go to break. Let's listen to just a minute or so of uh, the the final song that the Ukrainian Easter Choir presented on the Franklin Graham broadcast. Ukrainian choir refugees Oh, 
we'll be right back on the other side. Fox Mortgage, NMLS, 184-762. Jim Corey, NMLS, 212-055. I just want to talk about my experience with Fox Mortgage. Cordarius Witherspoon is another very happy Fox Mortgage customer. They were able to get us refinance. We saved about 1.8% on our interest rate, and that saved us thousands of dollars on our monthly mortgage payment. We were able to also do a cash payout on our mortgage with that refinance, and we were able to pay off a lot of debt, so it was great for us. If you're looking to refinance your mortgage, I would highly recommend Fox Mortgage. The people over there at Fox Mortgage, Jody, Dawson, Melody, all of them were persistent in getting the rate that I needed, and they were really helpful. Hi, I'm Jim Corey, president of Fox Mortgage. I'm ready to help you with your mortgage needs. Call now, 661-6868. Fox Mortgage, where we're quick as a fox. Fox Mortgage President Jim Corey and his team, let them go to work for you. Jody, Dawson, Melody, look, they're great partners, and they will help you find the right program at the lowest rate with the lowest closing cost. They're ready to go to work for you today for that dream home, maybe your first home, refinancing, possibly a cash out to pay for some bills or some other things you've got in front of you. Let his team go to work for you today at 205-661-6868. It's Fox Mortgage and Jim Corey, where they're quick as a fox, 205s. Hey, Birmingham, this is David Barton with Wall Builders. Thanks for listening to Priority Talk with Greg Davis. Good stuff. And we'll continue with the Ukrainian choir. I hated to cut that song off, but we were up against the break. Ukrainian choir, Easter Sunday morning. just can't say enough about the uh, the great uh, Easter choir from Lviv, Ukraine, uh, as these folks are uh, refugees. Uh, their country's being scorched earth by a uh, godless, atheistic dictator. Um, we got a lot of people that are godless and atheistic, but he's also a dictator. <laughs> but there they are, celebrating the resurrection on Easter Sunday. And um, just to think, uh, there may be some among us who a little rain said, nah, won't make it to Easter services and gather with uh, other followers of Christ and celebrate the risen Savior. Yeah, it's kind of raining. It's a little, uh, a little lightning outside. 
I think we just sit this one out when they were perfectly capable of uh, of making that journey. What makes our uh, our issue seem a little insignificant, doesn't it? Christ resurrection is uh, what it's all about. Uh, Lazarus was raised from the dead, of course, but um, when when Jesus rose from the dead, he began a new kind of life. And he had a perfect body. He was no longer uh, subject to any weaknesses, aging, death, decay. Uh, he had a body that would live eternally. Jesus, as Paul said, had put on the imperishable. It put on immor- immortality. And um, that is uh, something worth celebrating for sure. And um, so anyway, we, uh, we celebrate, we review, we're looking back upon Easter uh, and um you know, now during these days, you've got the uh, the 40 days or so that Jesus uh, lived in this glorified body, so to speak, here on this earth and uh, appeared to many. Uh, the road to Emmaus, the um, the time with the disciples, uh, the, the, the little fish fry that he had out on the Sea of Galilee. Um, there, there's much to observe and much to learn and much to study following the resurrection. That's not the end. Uh, in fact, it's uh, really just sort of the beginning. Uh, the disciples ate and drank with Jesus after he rose from the dead. Uh, they touched him. He, uh, he blessed and broke uh, bread. You remember uh, Thomas touched his uh, hands and his side. And so uh, Jesus, he physically rose from the dead with a body made of flesh and bones, as Luke 24 tells us. And so um, it's, it's in that same vein that God raised the Lord. He will also raise us up by his power. Paul tells us in 1 Corinthians 6 that the one who raised the Lord Jesus will raise us also with Jesus and bring us into his presence. We will have a resurrection of our own. And, uh, you know, these folks in Ukraine... Uh, what a hope that is for them to live in such a scorched earth right now. No telling uh, the family they've lost, the friends they've lost, the, the, the loss of maybe everything they have. They're all, they were all refugees, 80-member choir. And in Jesus' resurrection, we say a picture of what's coming for us, that when Jesus returns, Paul tells us in 1 Corinthians 15 that we will all be changed. Our mortal body will be changed for an immortal body. And at the final resurrection, our resurrection, we will also receive a new body just like Jesus had and uh, the one that now Jesus now also inhabits. Um, Forty days after the resurrection, Jesus uh, takes his disciples up that Mount of Olives. We've been there. Jason's been there. And we see the place of his ascension, and which will also be the place of his return. Mm -mm. It never ends. It's just good, good, good. Stay with us. It's Priority Talk Live, 205-941-1011. It's hour number two here on Monday following Easter. So glad to have you along with us. Uh, we uh, have spent the first hour reviewing Easter, Easter services, Easter weekend, and uh, also reviewing the uh, Ukrainian choir from uh, the Franklin Graham television special Sunday morning. It, it was at 11 a.m. Central Time. 
on Fox News. And uh, if you've got a way to go back and watch that, uh, please do so. You can find it right there at the uh, BillyGraham.org website. It's on the homepage. And, uh, boy, if you, if you miss that, you, you really you miss something. Uh, if you weren't able to attend services, I hope that you were able to catch that on Fox News on Sunday morning. I went to early and then watched it at 11 and uh, was just uh, – that choir just wrecked me, man. I tell you what, it did. It just absolutely took me down, and it did it again today. Uh, as you see those people's faces singing in the midst of their, uh, their nation being scorched earth by Putin and, and Russian forces – um, to, to know that that's a refugee choir uh, singing and praising God. And, Jason, I think you had stepped out. I, I said, you know, to think that these people could could do this in the midst of a, a war. And some of us probably didn't make Easter services because it was going to rain a little bit. <laughs> I mean, or because we uh, partied too hard on Saturday night of Easter weekend. Um just puts things into perspective for us. It really, really does. We're glad you're with us. A uh, little, little news to, to share with you. Uh, I didn't even mention this last hour because we got so focused on Easter and the Easter review and all that. L- let me mention, uh, if, uh, if, if you can listen during the 4 o'clock hour tomorrow, you're going to want to do so. Uh, State Representative Wes Allen is going to be in studio with us. Now, Wes is the uh, in the House, the House member who carried the VCAP bill, the Vulnerable Child uh, Act and Protection. Uh, this was the, uh, the bill that uh, passed and has now been signed by the governor that uh, makes it illegal for doctors to prescribe cross-sex hormones, puberty blockers, uh, and or uh, do surgeries on minors for no other reason than to change their sexual appearance. And uh, it was it needed to happen. It was a long time coming. There were people that that are and would be exploiting children who are confused. I mean, how, how many of us weren't a little confused about things when we were children? Of course, we get confused about things, and we live in a world that confuses us and confuses our children. And so, uh, Wes had carried this bill now for a couple of years and got it through uh, not only the Senate, Shay Shelnut, but then through the House with Representative Wes Allen. Uh, it was challenged in court. I don't know if you guys saw that or not. It was challenged in court. But now they've dropped the challenge from what I saw. So apparently um, whatever case they thought they had against it or stay they thought they would be able to get wasn't going to happen. And so those challenges in court, for, for at least for now, have been dropped, and the law uh, is set to be enforced very soon. So uh, Wes Allen, he's out of Troy, Alabama. He'll be in studio with me tomorrow. He is uh, currently running for Secretary of State. And so that's a big office, an important office. When you look at what's went on in some of these other states around the uh, the country, uh, just look next door in Georgia, what happened. And you saw what a weak Secretary of State allowed happen, allowed to happen there. Uh, you've got to have a Secretary of State who understands how to protect voter integrity, who makes it uh, uh, possible for every person to cast a legal, legitimate ballot one time and no more. And so uh, Wes Allen, a former uh, judge, state representative, uh, he'll be with us in studio tomorrow during the 4 p.m. hour. And so I would, if I were you, I would listen in and hear what he has to say. 
Uh, we're going to be having more of the uh, political candidates, in particular those that are running for statewide office. Uh, we're going to be having some of them in studio with us coming up. If there is someone in particular you'd like to hear from on our program, let us know. Um, I, uh, you know, I try to get who I think maybe you want to hear from, but who do you want to hear from? What candidate is there, whether it's statewide or not, is there a candidate out there that you feel like you want to hear from here on this program? Because uh, we will interview them, uh, I believe, in a way that's uh, a little different than uh, what most interviews will become. We will focus on their on the values, not just the politics, but but a person's values, and uh, and where where do your values come from? And so, uh, Wes Allen will be with us tomorrow, and uh, you'll you'll be free to uh, call in and ask questions. Of course, uh, he's running for the spot that uh, Secretary of State John Merrill is uh, is leaving. He has been in that office eight years, and he has timed out on it. He can't run for reelection. In my opinion, I think John Merrill has done a has done a pretty good job as Secretary of State. Um, is he perfect? No. Has he uh, had some problems and some mistakes? Yes. But I think he's overall he's done a pretty good job, and as as Secretary of State, and uh, should be much appreciated. Uh, who is it though that you want to hear from here on the program? We're in talks with several of the other candidates who have not been on this show yet. Uh, and we're, we're getting some dates uh, and some times set up. The, uh, the primary now is just what uh, just over a month away, May 24, Tuesday, May 24. So uh, if you haven't gotten clued in, plugged in to, uh, to what's going on in this election cycle, it's time that you do so. It really is. Uh, I, you know, if you've got someone you want to hear from, uh, Republican or Democrat, I had one request on the okay. phone, my phone just now. They wanted to hear from Katie Britt. Okay. I believe that will happen. Uh, we don't have that date set yet, but I was actually in communication with uh, with her this morning. Now, does this mean I have to, like, go and kidnap her while she's shopping at Walmart and she just doesn't expect it and <laughs> she gets chloroformed? Well, you know. Bag look, overhead and she wakes up here in the studio and we're asking her questions. No, 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 no. None okay, of that. Well, look, Jason, you know like I know. Most of these candidates would put me in jail for doing that. No, most of them, to get them here, we've got to go pull them off the gun range or out of the woods hunting. Or off the golf course. Well, no, no they're all hunting. They've all got shotguns over their shoulder. It is that time of year. Yeah, I mean, they're it all at the gun range or they're out in the woods. They're all hunting right now. You see their commercials. Yes, of course. They're all firing the guns they're, right they're, now. They're, they're That's toting. what it's all about. They're toting. They're all about, yeah, they're toting. They're all, they're all out shooting their pistols and their and their shotguns and rifles all of them that's what they're doing they're all wearing you know brown jackets and orange hats you know it's just the way it goes um but i do believe katie Britt will be with us uh, that that is a conversation that is uh, currently happening don't have that date and time set yet all right let's quickly here before we get to break a good timing on the call teresa and she's calling us from Jasper. Hey, Teresa, go right ahead. Hey, yeah, you're uh, asking who would people like for you, you guys to interview? Right. Uh, politically candidates. Well, there's a couple in Walker County that are running. Uh, I would love to hear an interview from uh, Matt Dozier. Matt Dozier, he is uh, he's already working in the police department. He is running for a police state representative. Uh, I know his mom. <laughs> I grew up with her. Okay. And, uh, also, Dennis, Dr. Dennis Willingham is running. Oh man, the car's about to hit me. <laughs> Dr. Uh -oh. Dennis Willingham is running for uh, 
education, uh, superintendent of education. For Jasper or for Jasper or Walker County? For Walker County. Okay, Walker yeah. County. Okay. Very good. We appreciate it, Teresa. Okay. We, I, I wrote those down. Thank you so much, sir. We appreciate it. Thank you very much. Okay. Yeah. All right, we'll see what we can do. You know, there's a lot of people running for office. You go drive around the state, every uh, county, every city. I mean, it's a lot. So uh, to get to a lot of these uh, more localized elections like school board is difficult because there's so many, there's so many of them. Um, so, but I do appreciate you making us aware of that. We'll keep our eye on it, and if there uh, if there's an open door or appears to be a really compelling reason, we would certainly do that. Uh, I'm not against um, people running for Senate. I think those are very important, and they cover senators cover a really broad range of, of geography as well. There's only 35 of them in the state, so they cover a lot of ground. The representatives don't cover as much uh, territory. Um, you know, being 105 of them. Uh, you know that it's broke down. There's basically uh, what three uh, representatives for every senator, so we do have to keep in mind the um, uh, you know the interest level of the broad audience. But uh, if it's a if it's a state race in particular, we're very interested in those. So you're talking uh, you know Senate, and you said somebody asked about Katie Britt, and we haven't had any of the senator candidates on yet. Uh, we haven't we haven't talked to any of them. Uh, they've asked, we just haven't had them on. We've been sort of waiting. And so uh, Katie Britt, uh, I guess you've got Mike Durant, and then you got Mo Brooks. Uh, those are the main three, I think, candidates that are really in the you know polling. Uh, and then the governor, of course, uh, Tim James has been with us uh, once since he declared for governor way back in January, was in studio with us. But uh, Linda Blanchard will be here. Uh, we've already uh, gotten word on that. She's uh, going to be making a stop through here. We'll let you know exactly when that'll be. So, uh, so some of this is coming your way, but you need to pay attention, listen in, follow us on social media so that we can tell you when that's going to happen. And then, of course, as we go to break, I'll let you know if you miss any of that, it's uh, going to be on our audio podcast. We've now got two new podcasts that we launched just this week. One is sort of the daily program, and then the other are uh, conversations. So it's Priority Talk and Greg Davis Conversations. We invite you to find both of those on your uh, favorite podcast platform, like, follow, rate, review, whatever it is they ask you to do. We would appreciate that. A lot of you have been asking us to uh, make the, the shows available sort of in their entirety, and we've, uh, we're doing that for you now, all right? So we're making the investment, so we want you guys to, uh, to take advantage of that. And, of course, uh, most all of these uh, candidates, if, if we have them in studio, uh, you will also be able to see those interviews with our live stream on Facebook. All right, And we're there now, facebook.com slash Priority Talk. You can get a look here into the studio and uh, check it out. Now, to me, you're just gonna, today you're just going to see me and you'll see Jason a little bit. But uh, when we have a guest in studio, you can see them as well. Sometimes it's important not, to, not just to hear what somebody says, uh, but to see the way they respond, the way they look, their body language. All of that is uh, very important. All right, Wes Allen will be here during the 4 o'clock hour tomorrow. You don't want to miss that, running for Secretary of State. But uh, he also carried some very important legislation this past session, and we'll be able to review some of that with him as well. 205-941-1011. We're still open to talk about Easter as we do an Easter review. Tell us about services at your church. When you think back to two years ago, we didn't even have meetings on Easter. At least most didn't. The vast majority did not. There were a few who did. Um, we've come a long way, 
And we should never allow that to happen again, by the way. Never. 205-941-1011. Give us a report from your church from Easter services. Fox Mortgage, NMLS, 184-762. Jim Corey, NMLS, 212-055. Six years ago was my opportunity to get the first loan through Fox Mortgage and Jim. He was able to get me a pretty decent rate at the time. And six years later, I'm looking at a refi. Gary talks about his mortgage experience working with Fox Mortgage president, Jim Corey. I was actually with a military-friendly banking institution and was going with them initially. And then I had an issue with trying to track down a VA certificate of eligibility. And I called Jim's office. When I asked him the question, he says, well, any reason you're not going with me again? So I said, well, I, I thought I got the best rate. And he says, well, let me let me check. So he, he checked and he actually beat the rate that I was currently thinking that it couldn't be beat. So He's a repeat performer. Uh, He's phenomenal in everything he does. He keeps the ball rolling. I can't say enough about how pleasant the experience was. He made everything easy. We went through and closed in less than 30 days. Hi, I'm Jim Corey, president of Fox Mortgage. I'm ready to help you with your mortgage needs. Call now, 661-6868. Fox Mortgage, where we're quick as a fox. Fox Mortgage president Jim Corey and his team, let them go to work for you, Jody, Dawson, Melody, Look, they're great partners, and they will help you find the right program at the lowest rate with the lowest closing cost. They're ready to go to work for you today for that dream home, maybe your first home, refinancing, possibly a cash out to pay for some bills or some other things you've got in front of you. Let his team go to work for you today at 205-661-6868. It's Fox Mortgage and Jim Corey where they're quick as a fox, 205-661-6868. Hey everybody, this is David Edwards, and you're listening to Birmingham's number one Christian talk show, Priority Talk, with my good friend, Greg Davis. And we're back in 22 minutes after the hour, taking your phone calls at 205-941-1011. It's Easter Review we continue that this hour from last hour and then also uh, talking uh, the political season that is upon us as well and um, interviews and such. Don't forget our new podcast, two new podcasts. Find them on our social media. Find them at PriorityTalkRadio.com as well. There's the daily radio uh, post. You'll get everyday show, pretty much everyday show, uh, condensed, tightened up. It'll be about an hour and a half long. We'll give you a summary of what's on it. So if you missed the program, you can listen in in the evenings or in the morning time. And then uh, Greg Davis' conversations are going to be there as well. And uh, that'll be some of the interviews uh, and people that we're able to chat with and some that we have in the past as well. We have a treasure trove of conversations from the last 10 years here on Priority Talk. Many of them um, have only ever been heard one time while they were live. We're going to go back and post some of those for you with what we believe are some of the greatest uh, conversations we've ever had. All right, it's up to Lawrence County, and Charlotte is with us. Hello, Charlotte. How are you, ma'am? Hi, Greg. I'm doing good. How are y'all? We're fantastic. Thank you. Well, I had heard you say that about the uh, the political parties and who we would like to have on or maybe yes. see on and listen to, talk to. And Prancy um, Robertson. I remember um, back, this has been... I don't know when we were talking about who voted for the uh, marijuana bill uh-huh. and whatnot, and I remember his name was one of the uh, one of the representatives that did. So I would be curious as to why. You know, what would be his reasons for that? 
Yeah, and I, I've met Chauncey. I've been with him, and um, I've never asked Chauncey, him that, though. Yeah, I know. I was just curious. I didn't know if Mike tried that or not. Okay. I didn't know. Just a thought. Absolutely. <laughs> we certainly would ask him that if, if, if we get him on. We'd certainly ask him that. Does he have a... Does he have an opponent during this uh, campaign? Do you yes. know in the primary? Uh, Yarbrough. Yarbrough. That's Yar- all I know is Yarbrough. Okay. All right. That's interesting. That's all the signs say is Yarbrough for house. I'm not sure of the first name, but. Got you. Got you. All right, Charlotte. Well, thank you very much. That, that's good information. We'll check it out. Thank all you. Right. All right. It. We're good to hear that. Bye-bye. Yep. So she's saying that uh, he voted for the medical marijuana, and uh, she'd like to uh, sort of hear his explanation for it. So uh, I did uh, get to have a uh, couple of conversations with Chauncey Robertson, Representative Robertson, uh, during the legislative session, sat in his office one day for a little bit, had a donut with him, actually. So (laughs) that was how it got started. He offered me a donut, and I sat down, and we talked a while. And so I do know he's up from up that way. And uh, so, yeah, we'll check that out if we can. Uh, That and the gas tax probably are the two that – you know, I would, I'm most interested in um, asking people why they did what they did. And uh, I'm looking here to see how he voted on the gas tax. Let's see. Um, um, I don't know. I'm looking for no's on the gas tax. Um, I'll tell you, the representatives that voted no on the gas tax, let me tell you who they are, because a lot of them are in our listening audience. I don't have the marijuana vote right in front of me, but I've got this. Um these were pe- members of the House who voted no on gas, on the gas tax. Andrew Sorrell, a lot of you out there, y'all know Andrew, up in uh, northwest Alabama. Scott Stodhagen, he's up in the Hartzell area, of course. Corey Harbison, Alan Farley from here in the Birmingham area. Jamie Kill up in Russellville. Richie Horton, uh, Tommy Haynes, Mike Holmes, Ronald Johnson, David Standridge out of Blunt County. Uh, Bob Fincher, Arnold Mooney out of Shelby, uh, David Wheeler, Jim Carnes out of uh, Southern Jefferson, April Weaver, Southern Jefferson, Alan Treadway, uh, North Jefferson, John Rogers out of Birmingham, Mary Moore out of Birmingham, Matt Friday, Jeff Sorrells, and Will Dismukes. So those are the representatives who voted no on the gas, gas tax. And I will see District 7, uh, uh, Prontsy uh, Robertson, he voted um uh, voted yes on the gas tax. So that would be another uh, question that we could probably have with him is, um, you know, let's let's uh, get your understanding on the uh, gas tax and then on the marijuana vote. I, I, I don't mind asking people those those questions at all. And, uh, you know, when you're in that position, you, you know you have to answer for every vote. Uh, you answer to one side or the other. You got those who wanted you to vote yes, and you answer to the ones who wanted you to vote no, and you got the ones who wanted you to vote no, and you answer to those who wanted you to vote yes. It just goes back and forth. Yeah, Prontsy. I'm right. Yeah, it is Prontsy. I, I just got it right that that last time. I think she said Chauncey, and that thir- that I was. I think she did. No, it's Prontsy. Yeah, while you were on the phone with him, I actually said it the right way. It, yeah, I called. I called it the first time. Representative Robertson would be my normal uh, address for him. But, um, yeah, Prontsy, uh, while we were on the, while you were talking to him uh, as I was recounting those votes, we got that right. Um, 205-941-1011. Yeah, we're going to have some of the uh, candidates on coming up soon, and uh, we'll uh, look forward to that. And um, 
especially the ones running for statewide. Uh, the the repres- some of these are hard to get to them. Um, there's just so many, and once you begin it, it gets difficult. So uh, anyway, our apologies to uh, Representative Robertson on the the name. I, I was sort of I think that's what she had said, or I, that's what I heard her say. Maybe I misunderstood. Uh, heard it wrong. It was just kind of saying it wrong. You know, sometimes you just get something in your head and you're going, that don't sound right, but you can't quite correct it in the moment. That's kind of where I was at. But uh, I looked it up and made sure we got it right. All right, 205-941-1011. And as we go to break, let me remind you about our good friends at Today's Family Dentistry there in Coleman. Dr. David Kim, Dr. Keith Tan, Dr. Stephanie Young, family dentistry, uh, seeing uh, children and adults. Routine cleanings, fillings, root canals, crowns, dentures, uh, all of it. They can take care of all your dental needs at 256-739-3337. 256-739-3337. Um, it's springtime and uh, summer's right around the corner. It's time to make those dental appointments. Get back in a good routine for you and your family. Today's Family Dentistry right there in Coleman, 256-739-3337. Okay, we're back in for our uh, final two segments here on this Monday following Easter. Easter review, weekend review, and uh, looking forward as well. Hope you're doing well. 205-941-1011. We've got our uh, good live stream going on our Facebook page, and we're looking to expand that to some other places for you as well coming up soon. Uh, Got Jason, Kyle, and uh, Dominic. Got a lot of folks working real hard to get the program out there as many ways as possible so you can uh, watch listen at your convenience we've got the two new podcasts that are out there now the daily podcast uh, priority talk it's on all of your uh, major platforms and then our uh, kind of our uh, what we're gonna call it maybe two or three times a week we're gonna put up conversations it's greg davis conversations you can find that one as well um, and uh, if you want to just link directly to those, the best thing to do is head to our show webpage, PriorityTalkRadio.com, and uh, click on Podcast, and you can uh, link directly. Find that on uh, Apple, Spotify, um, iHeart, TuneIn. It's going to be on all of them. So just uh, find your favorite one. I know uh, many people use Apple, and that's fine. Uh, it's already there. You can check it out. And so uh, today's broadcast, it will be put up. You'll be able to listen to it, go back and hear it. And then we'll uh, put up some of our uh, best of conversations as well at Greg Davis Conversations, both uh, current conversations and some from the past, the best ofs, priority talk over the years. And uh, we'll also have some conversations that will never air during the radio show, but we'll have them there on the podcast that you can listen in as well. So uh, glad to have you with us today. And uh, we're going to be here until 6 o'clock. We're taking your phone calls at 205-941-1011. As we mentioned, uh, State Representative Wes Allen in studio with us tomorrow. He's running for Secretary of State. He'll uh, no longer be serving in the House. He'll be uh, running for Secretary of State, and we'll uh, we'll see. Uh, he'll either be there or I guess he'll be uh, seeking uh, work otherwise. He's got plenty of good options in front of him, I'm sure. But he'll be with us tomorrow. All right, Roger, he's with us. He's in Fultondale, Alabama. What's going on, Roger? Hey, Greg, just listening, I'd like to, to bring up quickly three things. 
And uh, the first one would be uh, uh, Christianity and Easter, the second, local politics and issues, and the third, and the least important is UAB basketball. Uh-huh. But for, first of all, you know our friend Ed, I talk with him a lot, and you know he converted from Protestantism to Catholicism, and he's gung-ho, and he's always trying to talk to me about certain things which we don't have time to go into here. But it just so happens that uh, I recorded a lot of programs, Easter programs yesterday, and haven't seen them. I, I did. I did watch a number of documentaries, but I did tune in to the uh, Catholic Mass in the Basilica. And uh, I don't know which Basilica it is. Ed tells me there's one in D.C. and one in Rome. But man, what a total contrast to to Protestant. Uh, to the Protestant ceremonies or whatever. Mm-hmm. I mean, I mean, they walk around here and there. They're dress, dressed in all that. I mean, I'm not knocking them. I'm just reporting. You know, they they walk around in all that garb. Some of them have hats on. The hierarchy is obvious from how they're dressed. I mean, they're slinging holy water on everybody. Uh, smoke is everywhere. I mean, I mean, it's just bizarro. And, and they keep showing that lamb up on the. You know, everything goes to the Lamb, to the Lamb, to the Lamb up on the wall and everything, and depictions of a Christ on the cross. I just didn't particularly like it. Uh, I just, I just wanted to bring that up. Okay. Now, I'm, I'm not sure. I'm, I've never uh, worshipped in a uh, Catholic uh, tradition, so uh, I, not much to comment on it, quite honestly. Well, it, it tells me it's, you know, it's, it's the oldest church and it's the real church and the apostles, the apostles and all yeah. that. Also last night, just one more thing is that, uh, let's see, what was it that I, the program I watched on TV, I, I watched just a couple of those old movies, but they had the trial of, uh, oh dang, what, what was that female that was, the female that was tried for witchcraft, uh, Real in European history, very. I can't even think of her name. Mm, I'm not sure. Anyway, that's what I was on, and the church tried her. Dar- Darian Gray. No, no, no. No. Okay. No. What? No. What? Way back centuries ago. Yeah, I'm not uh, sure. In Salem. No, no, no. In Europe. Joan of Arc. Yeah, Joan of Arc. It was a trial of Joan Thank of you, Arc. Jason. It's a classic movie, but that's another Christian deal that. That hit me. Number two, real quickly. Uh, I don't know if you saw that article about that highway they're going to build from, from uh, I guess, a interstate from Tuscaloosa to Mobile. And the theme of the article was that it's that that's what all this tax is for, gasoline tax, and that it's to accommodate Alabama fans that want to come to the games from Mobile. <laughs> yeah, I've, I've heard that. I, I don't know the truth to that, but I have heard that. And also, uh, you know, the fellow that is this running for governor, I, I'm a named, I'm a named dummy. His father was governor here. Yeah, Tim James, father, father yeah, James. Tim James. Now he was sponsoring a road from Interstate 65 over to 280, and uh, I understand there might have been politics involved in that, but I mean, I can see where it would be needed. But those, those two things are important issues. I mean. I would like to hear anybody. I get all of them mixed up. To me, the most interesting race is the Senate race, and I can't even think of their names, the man and the woman, the Black Hawk Down. and Yeah, you got Mike Durant, Katie Britt, Mo Brooks. And, and Katie Britt, yeah. Uh, the, those are 
those are the most interesting to me. Lastly, what do you think about UAB? Man, college basketball is totally metamorphosized, hasn't it? Well, all college sports are. Uh, yeah, just you're going to have a new team every year. That's pretty much the way it's going to be. Yeah, have you seen the, the new guys at UAB has apparently got you know, I really what? haven't. I saw where there was one that was transferred from LSU, and that's about what I've seen. Okay, well, I text I text you the most recent one from uh, – I, I, te- I texted them to you, okay? All right. Yeah, when I get a chance, I'll check those out. All right, and get you, get you one of those cone hats. <laughs> All right. What is that, a cone hat? You lost me. Yeah, you know, the the uh, I guess the uh, the head uh, – not deacon. What, what, what do you call – what do you call the Catholic clergy – Oh, oh, you're talking, yeah, no, something like a priest would wear. No, I'm I'm definitely no priest. Thank you, Roger. Good to hear from you. All right. Thank you. Bye-bye. All right. Roger's struggling with the names. We had to help him with all the names. Uh, Joan of Arc to uh, Tim James. (laughs) Yeah, the the, the comedy trivia question was, what was the last words uttered by uh, Joan of Arc? It was, Lord's a Lordy, my bottom's on fire. So and, and that was it. So. All right. Is there a movie of that? I didn't. I didn't know there was a movie. I'll have to look for it. No, it, they didn't have video back then, or or, or film back then. But has there been a movie made about Joan? I'm yes, sure there has. There's okay. actually been two or three movies made about her. Yes, supposedly she was questionable and, and with her son and right. stuff like that. Hey, Danny. Uh, he's calling us from Center Point. What's going on? Hey, uh, Mr. Greg Davis, right? Yes, sir. Uh, I'm just interested in finding out uh, who. Who are the people that are running for the, the state uh, uh, positions, uh, elected offices, like KIV and uh, and Tim James and I don't know who else, that are in favor of uh, the gambling, the, the gambling bill uh-huh. that uh, I think we're supposed to vote on it? No, sir. The, uh, Danny, let me tell you, the gambling, um, there was legislation in the House and the Senate. They both died. They did not get to a vote on the floor in either. Now, that doesn't mean it's over. It'll always come back. But, uh, no, there is no vote uh, pending on gambling from the legislators, the governor, or the people. Oh, fantastic. Now, for, for the next go-around, are you still are you able to uh, tell me uh, who really favors uh, gambling and who's uh, against it? I, I'm against it as a Christian. I'm yeah. against it, but uh, I want to know uh, if Kay Ivey doesn't care, you know, about yeah. gambling one way or the other, and Tim James uh, also. Uh, are you able to well, Danny, uh, this. comment Kay, on that? Yeah, Kay Ivey, just uh, last week, I didn't talk about it because I was all on the Holy Week last week, uh, but uh, Kay Ivey last week said her biggest regret of the legislative session that just ended was that they weren't able to pass gambling. Uh, so that was that was her biggest regret. I do know that Tim James, um, he has said on this program that he is uh, against uh, gambling and uh, that he would enforce the law concerning gambling in the state of Alabama, which uh, Governor Ivey is not doing. So um, I, I think there's a clear distinction there on that. Now, Governor Ivey says she's not much of a gambler, but she thinks the people ought to be able to vote on it, and that was her biggest regret: was that they didn't uh, get a get that to a constitutional amendment for this year. All right, now, yeah, that gives me uh, the uh, information I need to know who to vote for. Thanks yes. a lot. Thank you. Yeah, uh, yeah. Where people stand on some of these uh, moral issues, uh, as Charlotte said about um, 
uh, you know, the marijuana issue, um, gam- gambling. Uh, some of these, I think a lot of you are like I am. If if I know where you stand on those, that gives me a good idea as to the kind of, uh, you know, kind of leader you, uh, representative you'll be. And uh, gives me a good idea of the values that you carry. And uh, a lot of the other stuff, it, it'll all shake out if I can just get a handle on your character and, uh, and the way and, and, and the backbone that maybe you have for moral issues, then that tells me a lot about um, how you'll uh, how you'll represent me when you get there. But uh, yeah, the, uh, the we didn't cover that last week. I really wanted to, Governor Ivy, uh, when she was asked what her biggest regret or any regret she had from the legislative session was, it was that we didn't pass uh, gambling legislation. Um, now, the governor doesn't have anything to do with that officially. Uh, gambling would not go through the governor's desk for a vote, I mean, for her signature. Uh, it, it goes to a vote of the people. And if, if it were to pass through the House and the Senate, it would go to a vote of the people because it's a constitutional amendment. So the governor really uh, doesn't have a final say-so on that. But you got to know that their uh, their influence the bully pulpit, so to so to speak, on that issue really does carry a lot of weight, and uh, and the kind of, and the kind of legislation that um, that gets passed can be highly influenced. If it were to be passed, can be highly influenced by the governor, but just because of the political process, uh, the governor can use uh, her influence or his influence to uh, to to get things brought up or not brought up. Um, through the Speaker of the House, through the Lieutenant Governor. Uh, the Governor's in a very influential position, of course, but it wouldn't go to them for a signature. It would go from the uh, legislators uh, if they were able to get the, uh, the, the the votes needed, which is a high threshold for a constitutional amendment, and then it would go to the people for a, a constitutional uh, amendment vote. So they were trying to get that done and have it on the ballot in November somewhere, including the Governor, apparently, but it didn't happen. Now, just because uh, Danny brought it up, let me also say this, that um, uh, there's going to be a special session in August that the governor's going to call because they've got some money they got to spend, more money. And um, it could be put on a special calendar in August. Gambling could. It, it could be put on the special calendar by the governor. The fact that she said that was her number one regret tells me that Maybe if there's a special session to deal with spending this $120 million, that quite possibly she puts that on the calendar as well and tells the legislators you've got to deal with it. If it was her biggest regret and she's got the opportunity, now why not? Uh, I think a lot of it would have to do with how the uh, primaries go May 24th. If she uh, doesn't uh, get into a runoff, I think she might be more likely to do that. Uh, by then, the uh, primary would be over, and um, the, uh, the the runoff would be over. That would happen in July, and come August, uh, she if she has survived the, uh, the the any runoff that could happen by August, uh, she may be feeling pretty invincible, and only having a, a Democrat challenger in the general election. And may feel like that would be a way to shore up even more votes for herself from the Democrat side. That uh, if the Demo- if some of the Democrats uh, want a uh, want a lottery or want gambling, 
maybe that would be the way to uh, sort of shore up that side of it. If she if she feels pretty strong in her position, it's more likely, I would think, feeling like there's nothing to lose, only to gain by doing it in August for herself. And by then, most all of the uh, the state uh, Senate and state representative races, the primaries will all be over. It'll just be general election. And how many uh, general election races are there going to be in November that are really going to be competitive? I don't think too many. The way they've got the lines drawn, it's pretty much like it's either a Democrat or it's a Republican. There's a couple out there, maybe, that could be competitive between the Republican and the Democrat, but mostly not. So um, come August, after the primary is over, after the runoffs are over, could the governor put that into a special session and get it on the ballot in November for the people? Yeah, it could be done. So uh, the gambling battle never stops. It, it never stops. One of my friends says it's like the zombie apocalypse. It just keep, <laughs> They just never stop. You think you kill it, and it just comes right back. <laughs> All righty. Uh, let's take our final break of the day. It is 12 minutes till 6 o'clock. We hope you're doing, out, doing well out there. On a uh, beautiful, beautiful Monday evening, a little cool, but, man, it is a beautiful day outside. Enjoy, enjoy. Get out and take a walk tonight. It feels good. 205-941-1011. It's Easter Review, and it's uh, looking forward to the uh, primaries and the political season ahead of us. Who do you want to hear from, and what do you want us to ask them? That's the question we've got out there. 205-941-1011. This is Greg, and I want to take a moment and tell you about my friends at Alabama Reliable Roofing. They're your local roofing expert. Since 1998, they've provided residential and commercial clients with exceptional roofing services. They've got a professional and experienced team that is well-equipped to provide repairs, installation of shingles, and even metal roofs all across north-central Alabama. A roof is important. It's one of the major investments of your life in your home or your business or your church, and you need to call a company who you know can handle the job. They've got extensive years of experience, and you can rest assured that they will meet and exceed your expectations. Whether your roof has suffered storm damage and needs repairs, or you just need a new roof installed, or maybe you just need an inspection and know what the next steps are, the professional technicians from Alabama Reliable Roofing can handle the job. Call owner Jeff Harding personally at 205-369-9630. Jeff will personally manage every job. He'll be at your home or your place of business managing the job. 205-369-9630. Talk to Jeff for a no-obligation conversation and a free estimate. It's Alabama Reliable Roofing, 205-369-9630. Hi, I'm Craig Rochelle, and you're listening to Greg Davis on Priority Talk Live.
And we're back with uh, about six minutes left in the program for today. Thank you so much for having been with us. Let me add this to the conversation as well. Um, as we have these um, political candidates on, um, and it will major on the ones that are running for statewide office or maybe state senator um, because they affect a, uh, a lot of people. Um, when it gets into the, to the more local races, it's just, just very difficult because there's so many of them. So unless there's a really compelling reason uh, to have one of them on, um, that, that just gets very hard. And, uh, and, and the thing that a lot of people don't realize is that once you have a candidate on, then you're, you're compelled to have their opponents on as well. I can't just pick and choose who I want to have on. Once you open that door, and some of these local races you know, can have several people running. And so it's not just that you have the one person on, then you wind up quite literally having to have several people on from a race that only affects maybe um, you know one county or maybe even not a whole county so uh, we have to get into uh, you know what does the the breadth of our listeners what do they care about as well so um, it, you know what affects the most people so we'll get into that but let me say this um, once we have these on like tomorrow Wes Allen will be here he's running for Secretary of State um, he and Jim Ziegler, I think, are the two leading candidates for that position. And I believe Jim will be on with us sometime as well. Uh, he's got the open invitation to be to do so. Um, we need you to call in and ask questions and talk with them, you know? Um, they, uh, I don't have anybody on, a candidate especially, if they're running for public office. Uh, I just don't have them on unless they know coming in that, you know, we, they, they'll take phone calls, that they'll answer the listeners' questions. That's just part of running for public office. Uh, but at, on the same hand, uh, if you don't pick up the phone and call in and ask them a question or make a comment or give them some feedback, then um, it kind of makes them wonder, well, you know, why, why am I even here? They want to hear from you. That's what they're here for. It's an open forum so that I can ask questions, but... I shouldn't be the only one asking the questions. We want to hear from you. So uh, make it your your mission. Listen in. Be a part of the program. Be a part of the conversations and call in and uh, help us uh, you know, get some of these candidates on the record for where they stand on things to, to, the, uh, to, the, to the listeners. That's you. So we hope you'll do that. Okay, if you missed the first hour, we hope you'll go back and check it out on the uh, Priority Talk podcast. Uh, You can go to our website, PriorityTalkRadio.com, and find it there. We've got a brand-new daily podcast now from from today's show. It'll be there. If you missed the first hour, we played uh, three different selections from the Ukrainian choir uh, from Easter Sunday on the Franklin Graham broadcast on Fox News, and uh, they were and are quite moving. We hope you'll check those out. Jason and I both uh, sat here and cried during them to think about what those people are going through and for them on an Easter Sunday morning 80 refugees to gather and uh, and sing uh, majesty and um, because he lives and uh, and then uh, the last song uh, Agnes Dei uh, for them to gather and sing those songs when um, 
our excuses are so lame as to why we don't worship him collectively. Um, you know, we think somebody hurt our feelings or it's going to rain or I'm tired. <laughs> uh, these folks are all refugees in their own country or a madman has gone scorched earth on them. But yet, on Easter Sunday, they gather and sing and Franklin Graham shared the gospel. Uh, that's on billygraham.org if you'd like to watch that. I think it was just a 30-minute broadcast is all it was. If you want to watch it, you can. I watched it uh, at home Sunday morning after I returned from uh, gathering with our church family. Okay, it was good to hear from you guys today. Some new callers today, and we appreciate that. Always good to hear from new callers from all over the listening area, uh, the northern half of the state of Alabama. Hey, find those podcasts. It's Priority Talk, and then it's Greg Davis Conversations. The uh, the time that we spent in 2012 with Attorney Warren Lightfoot talking about the evidence for the resurrection of Jesus Christ, that will be there, Greg Davis Conversations. Find it on your podcast platforms. And uh, we'll be back on Tuesday, State Representative Wes Allen running for Secretary of State. He'll be here with us during the 4 o'clock hour.